The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So, as we mentioned, uh, police and peace officers uh, arrived at that uh, homeless encampment in the Rossdale neighborhood this morning. The intention was to dismantle it. That was the agreed upon date. Things were going to get moving. But some of those who remained at the site said they had no intentions of leaving. And now the city is working to, well, I guess, work around that and and have conversations with how they can best address uh, the needs of those who say they don't want to leave. Global Edmonton's Fletcher Kent covering this story this afternoon. Hey, Fletcher, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jillian. Thanks for having me. All right, you were you were down there this morning. What did you see? Tell us, uh, tell us, lay it out for us. Well, we got down there pretty early on because we we had heard that the city was going to uh, move in here and try to clean things up. And when we arrived, you know, there's a handful of people. It's hard to say exactly how many people were 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 staying there last night. There's a number of people who were staying there and then a number of people who uh, joined them, supporters of the people that are staying there, just to come there and be there if the, if and when the city was going to come by to, to deal with it. So there, I'd say there's probably, from what I saw, maybe yeah, 50, 75 people mm. that were uh, standing around in the uh, in this camp area. I could be, a, I might be a bit off on there, but around that sort of area. And then about a little after 8 o'clock, you started to see a few city trucks were drive by uh, there's some you know big big uh, some dump trucks and uh, some of those vehicles and then there's some peace officers uh, they just pulled up pulled in some police officers as well pulled up behind them one peace officer uh, got out of the vehicle walked into the group and i couldn't hear exactly what was going on there but there was a, a short kind of conversation some back and forth and then he turned around and he left uh and it was sort of just no, nothing's happening at this point about a half an hour after all this happened the uh, peace officers, police officers, all the city vehicles, they just up and they drove away. And it's sort of been that way ever since. Mm-hmm. There's a number of supporters that remain there, uh, a number of the people that are staying there. They're still, they're still there. Uh, but the uh, peace officers and the police officers have all left. All right. I was just talking with Crystal Kajenner from uh, the city of Edmonton. Uh, she's saying that there's really no uh, deadline timeline in place to to get everyone else moved out, that they're working with those people who are still there to address the needs. You talk to some of the people who have been living there. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, what were they saying this morning about their options and about why they don't want to leave? Uh, there's a, there's a every person's going to have their own different of reasons, course. but uh, but absolutely. I mean, of the people that are down there, and some of them, and interestingly, some of the people down there have actually left. They were part of Camp Pekawewin and uh, pulled up stakes and left earlier this weekend. But now they're saying they might want to come back, or mm-hmm. they wish they could come back. Those sorts of things. It, it's about. Uh, from some of the people that are there anyway, I think there is a sense of community. I, I, mm-hmm. I, from the people that I spoke with anyway, some of the people that I spoke with. Uh, one person described coming down that hill and uh, saying that th- there's home. That's the sense that I get when I see that, that this is my home. Uh, she's gone up to uh, this one person, and she's gone up to the uh, the, the uh, Edmonton Convention Center for the temporary shelter that's been created mm-hmm. there and says it's not the same. Um, she... Uh, it's found it very difficult to be able to get inside, uh, difficult to be able to navigate. She wanted uh, the access to showers and to laundry wasn't as good as she had hoped mm. for. So there's a there's a number of disappointments, I think, with some of the alternatives to uh, this camp. Um, 
nobody really likes the cold, but uh, I think that they prefer, some of them prefer what was there. And I think uh, even if a lot of them don't prefer it, there's a number of them that do and are going to stick around there because they feel uh, at the very least that they don't have any good alternatives on, of what where, where else to go. So they'd prefer this over other things. I mean, to some of the people that I spoke with says, I'm, where else am I going to go? I'm going to come back yeah. here. I mean, they could, if they want to move me, they can arrest me. I'll be leaving here in cuffs, but then I'm just going to be coming back because this is a pl- this is a place for me. So it's, it's a, with some of the people that are there, it's a sense of desperation. Some of the people, it's just become home. Yeah, a whole bunch of different reasons, but uh, enough different reasons that this could be an interest. It is could be very interesting to see how you're going to ever close this down. Yeah, without a doubt. I think, and I think you touched on it, I think that sense of community, and we've heard that over the past number of months, that sense of community is is probably stronger than a lot of people had thought. I, I, I think so. I mean, at least based on the people that I spoke with. I mean, I've also spoken with other people who... Uh, say they weren't very happy with any of the things that were going on down there, mm-hmm. but uh, but there's enough of them that liked it and felt comfortable with it that uh, it's going to uh, push to try to keep this. Uh, uh, there's a number of people that are going to push to try to keep this. I, I even spoke with one person who says they want to expand it, for mm-hmm. that matter, that they want to uh, maybe put up something a little bit more temporary. She was asking mm-hmm. for uh, for lumber to be able to help build some more things. Her, I mean, she described this as... Uh, um, that there are no more campers now, there are settlers. Those were her words. Hmm. So it's, they're trying to settle in for the long haul. If winter's going to be cold, we're going to try to find a way around it. So could be pretty interesting on how that might develop. Now, I do want to make a make another point here. Yes. You just heard back from the city uh, a little while ago. It sounds like you were talking with a number of people. Um, the one city person that I spoke with had said that uh, they have now temporarily paused and enforced closure of the site. Um, that that they've seen that there are people that are living down yeah. there that are continuing to pack up and relocate voluntarily, and they want to work with them to help them move. So um, that that forced closure, that uh, cleaning up and moving everything out, that's on pause for the near future. Fletcher Kanta, appreciate you taking the time this afternoon. Looking forward to seeing your coverage coming up tonight at 5 and 6. Thanks for this. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Jillian. Yeah, you betcha. Fletcher Kent joining us this afternoon from Global Edmonton.